Hello, hello, hello. Happy New Year. Uh, I thought I was going to do these like once a month. Or, yeah, I think that's what I said. Definitely didn't happen. This is only the second one. If I sound weird, for some reason when I decide to record these, I'm like super congested. Not the best move. But the girls are at my mom's house, so <clears throat> I don't have a lot of people like chasing me down so I can actually record these. I thought it was just a good time to do it. I mean, 2019, and now I can kind of start to get the plan to get these going more consistently, I guess. But uh, happy birthday to my son, Bronson. His birthday was on December 29th. A lot of y'all already knew that. Um, <clears throat> that went pretty well. We celebrated at home and stuff, but Jordan got me this present. Just a quick little story before I get into what I'm really going to talk about, but... uh. She got me this present, and she kept talking about it, kept talking about it, like, hey, you know, you're going to like it, you're going to like it. So then something happened, and she's like, hey, I kind of got to tell you about your present because something went wrong. I'm like, what's up? She's like, well, I sent off some of Bronson's ashes, and I was going to get them made into, like, a pendant for a necklace. But the only problem is the ashes got lost in the mail. <clears throat> and it was like, you know... A teaspoon or something like that. Like, not a major portion of his ashes, but still enough to just be like, damn. So we were, like, hella sad. We didn't know what to do. And I kept thinking, like, damn, like, Bronson's ashes are just, like, in the mail somewhere. Like, even if it is a tiny amount, you want, like, every single amount you can get when something like that happens. So she told me, you know, she was too scared to do it again, so he wasn't really worried about it. But she did it again without telling me. <clears throat> They shipped the pendant with his ashes in it correctly. Nothing got lost. And then the ashes that did get lost got sent back to us because they were in the lost mail, wherever that is. And they just sent it back to the return address on the same day. So that was pretty cool. That made us feel way better. And if you see me with a necklace on, then you know what it is. But to the real topic I was going to talk about today, because it's like new year, new shit, new me type deal people do, you know, I was going to talk about like my gym experiences and like just weirdness that happens in the gym or like just stuff that I do that might help somebody else. And one thing that like I hate that people do at the beginning of the year, like it's awesome. People make resolutions. Cool. What's not cool is when people are like, oh, you're going to do the same thing. Your resolutions don't be nothing. Da, da, da. Like, shut up, man. Like, Try not to hate on somebody else's idea of being better. Like, that's just whack. And I've probably done it in the past, but now that I think about it, it's like, dude, why are you that self-loathing? You got to hate on someone else's, like, idea or their goals. I personally don't make resolutions. I make, like, this big-ass list of goals. And last year, there was, like, a monster goal-hitting situation uh, for my entire family. So this year... I just made an even bigger list of just, like, all kinds of shit, you know? Stuff that's, like, super hard to obtain and stuff that's, like, pretty obtainable. Like, there's both measures to kind of... Because once you hit a goal, you feel good. So I don't want to be like, oh, fucking be a millionaire because that shit is hella hard and, you know, don't want to be sad if I don't achieve that. So 
I would personally suggest making like a list of goals, short term and long term. But, you know, that's just me. Uh, I don't have like any notes here. So if I start like freelancing or getting on these weird stories, um, you know why. But so I guess I'll start with. I started lifting in like 2001. I was like 14 years old when I started lifting weights, like consistently all the time lifting weights. And I got into it just because of football and stuff. Like, and I didn't know how to lift weights. I didn't know if I was strong or not. <clears throat> I had no clue. And I had a football coach like, yo, come over here and squat this. And I was like, what? And he's like, come squat this weight. And it was like 225 pounds. And I was like, how many times do you want me to do it? And he was like, until you can't. And I was like, okay, let's die in the squat rack then. So I got up in there. And I can't remember how many times I did it. It was like... 17 or 20 which is a lot when you're 14 you know and then that was his reaction to me squatting that that many times and him being like holy shit dude like you're strong was the first time I was aware like oh damn I'm kind of strong like hello strong as hell but I had no idea until then so from that point I mean for the rest of my life like I was always in the gym always lifting And I really didn't know it at the time like I do now, but, like, it helps me through everything, like, mentally, whether good or bad. Like, it makes me feel awesome. But beside that, if I don't go, like, I'll start to go crazy a little bit. Like, mentally, I'll feel out of whack or just off. And I have my whole life, like, I just have to lift weights. And, it, you know... There's been times, like, you guys have seen those pictures of me after the Nikki, where, like, I was super sloppy and out of shape. But, like, even then, there was something I was doing physically, like, in a gym for a week or something just to mentally push a weight that made me feel better or to run, like, my whole life. So, like, you know, I grew up pretty rough and moved a lot and lived in the projects all through in elementary, middle school, high school, you know. So lifting weights then... It really helped me through that whole time in my life. Like, I didn't understand at the time, but, like, just mentally pushing something that's hard and, like, overcoming that that toughness of, like, lifting that weight that's super hard and heavy and you get it is, like, the most physical representation of jumping over mental barriers And those barriers don't have to be in the weight room. Like, they could just be anywhere mentally in your life. But the physical toll and mental push you have to do in the weight room to get that weight up and to, you know, actually do the lift is kind of what I've taken throughout the rest of my life when I approach things, like, subconsciously when I was younger, but consciously now more so. So... Like I said, like, I've always been super strong, and it's just genetics, you know? I remember one time I went into a gym. I was, like, 19 years old, and the owner of the gym, it was a small-ass gym, he's like, hey, man, uh, are your traps genetic, or do you work on them? And I'm like, what? I don't even think I knew what he was talking about. I'm like, what the fuck are my traps? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, right here, you know, your shoulders. I'm like, uh, I do them, like, once a week, dude, but... It's like, my dad, he's always been swole, bro. Like, so maybe it is genetic. Like, I had no clue that 
I looked a specific way until that dude in that gym asked me about my traps. And I was like, yeah, like I look fucking great. Just kidding. But a lot of the stuff that I have physically is genetic, you know, like, of course, you can be fat and sloppy and your genetics don't matter. But if you're working hard, it's going to show. And some people look different than other people. And I'm well aware of that. But so uh, that's when I kind of noticed, like, okay, you know, I might look a little different, but I've always been strong and I've always been lifting weights and like. I've always had, you know, programs and stuff that I follow. And, like, there's been times where I've been, like, super razor-focused, like, when I was playing college ball. And there's been times where I'm just, like, in the gym lifting, like, whatever. Just more times than not, I'm always, like, super focused. But, like I said, like, the NICU or whenever we couldn't get to the gym or I couldn't afford a gym or, you know, there was all these different things <clears throat> at different points. But, like, after Bronson passed away, this is more... I guess I'll gear more towards, like, present day. I was still lifting consistently, like, all the time. Because when we got home from the NICU, I was, like, super sloppy tub boat. And, you know, Jordan's like, oh, no, you look good and you look great. Because she don't see nothing but love anyway. So I could look like Homer Simpson and she's going to be like, oh, you look good. So when we was in the NICU with CV and just going back and forth, like, you know, we was on the road so much. Going back and forth to St. Louis, we was eating fast food all the time. We get to the hospital, we're smashing nasty hospital food. We would get home and we'd almost just eat our feelings, kind of. Like we had Bill with us, but we would still get all these snacks and shit just because, you know, eating snacks at nighttime is like cool, it feels good, it's like awesome. And so we were just doing that, but like a lot of that shit. So Stevie came home. And that's when I was like, okay, dude, you look like a piece of trash, so let's do something different. So I started running like crazy. Like, I'd always run but for a warm-up, but, like, I was running to be like, you're a fat boy. What happened to you? So I was running, like, two to three miles before my lifts. So then we did that, or I would do that, cleaned up my diet, like, majorly, and then um, started doing anabolic fasting, which I'll explain that like later on, which is just like a window of eating and certain type of shit, but um, which that helped a lot. And I don't know what I weighed after the NICU, probably a lot, like a lot, a lot. And then, uh, you know, my body like snapped back. It was back to like, okay, like we're starting to look a little better. Lifts are starting to come along. And I was at the YMCA in Mexico, which is, like, just not the funnest gym to lift at. But anyway, so then I started taking all these supplements and stuff, like, as my body started getting better. And I was like, some of them were, like, awesome, and some of them were just, like, really fucking me up, like, side effects and shit like that. So I was like, this is fucked up. But I was lifting, and I was getting so strong, like, and I was just eating a bunch of food. Like, I was conscious of what I was eating, but not, like... For my physique, more so just for my strength. And I got up to like 226 pounds, right? Clothes are fitting me like I'm fucking like jacked, you know, just swole, just swole up. And it was cool. It's like, okay, the, my sleeves fit me tight, but like it just wasn't comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like 
my draws fit me weird. My shorts fit me weird. And I was like, yeah, okay, like, yeah, I'm hella strong, but I can be super strong and not be this swole up. Like, it was just weird. That's the biggest I'd ever been in my life. And so um, we moved, we got into this house, I think. And then really, whenever it really switched over to like, okay, you need to be healthy and strong. Like, right after Bronson passed away, like, there's a giant part of you that just grieves for the rest of your life, you know? But when it first happened, <clears throat> I, like, totally, like, there's some times I grew up where I thought I was depressed or, you know, you thought you think it's coming along or you feel hella sad. But, like, there was a moment in time where it was almost like I could physically see it and feel it. Like this giant just darkness of like, holy shit, like I'm going down this way of just depression and horrible feeling. And I just remember sitting there feeling that and being like, I totally get it now. Like before I'd be like, why the fuck are you depressed, man? Like, let's just get up, let's go, you know, like try to get people to step out of it. But like in that time, I was like, I totally get it. Like, I totally see why people commit suicide. I totally see why people get depressed and don't want to do shit. I completely understand people who self-medicate and do drugs or whatever just to not feel that feeling that I had going on. And so I just remember sitting there like, this is awful. Like, what am I going to do? And Jordan felt the same way. And we're both just trying to help each other get through it. And like, the Bronson story, like, I'll have another podcast for that, but I can't tell this story of the fitness journey without this important piece which is Bronson's life and his passing so we came home after he passed away we almost resorted back to that like just eating comfort comfortable food to like make you feel that taste of goodness or whatever you know what I'm saying just to feel somewhat better but I had weeks where like I just couldn't sleep it wasn't like I was laying down trying to. It's like I'm just sitting on the couch like wide awake until like 3 in the morning. Like can't sleep. And I don't I don't know. If it's cause, you know, it was obviously because of Bronson. But like I just wasn't sleeping at all. So like when I did fall asleep, I'd get like three and a half hours of sleep and just wake up and just go about my day. Like just wasn't sleeping. So I don't know what happened. But I was just like, you know what? Fuck this. That's fucking hit this gym like hit this gym so i just went to the weight room with like this whole different mindset of like i'm going to lift this heavy ass shit all the time every day as hard as i can for my mental health and so then i was like 217 pounds 218 like i fluctuated between 216 and 218 like that's where i was at and i was like i'm gonna drop down to 200 pounds like, that's my goal. So I set this goal. I started doing my little anabolic fasting shit. And I just hit it, man. Like, I was so dialed in to just, like, channeling all of my sadness and my anger and my depression and just everything that I had inside of me into the gym. I was like, I'm going to get out of this funk. <coughs> I'm going to 
like claw out of this hole. And I'm going to do it by just lifting this weight and mentally just feeling better and physically accomplishing things. And so like, you know, you start dropping weight, dropping weight. I'm like, awesome. And the weights, you know, I'm getting stronger. I'm like, great. So then I hit like 205. I'm like, okay, sweet. We're getting there. So then, you know, you start hitting your goal 200. It's like, I hit my goal. And honestly, like, just for me personally, and I've heard other people talk about this as well. Like, if you're in this, like, depressed state that sometimes, like, just small goals can help kind of get you out of that. Like, I know everyone's different, but that's what worked for me. Like, setting these goals physically completely saved my mind after my son died. And so I don't know if that'll help anyone else, but just know me setting these goals and just like lose this weight, get your physique back right, be the strongest you've ever been. Like in my head, I'm thinking, you know, I'm trying to get out of this hole, but then I'm also thinking for the future, like for the twins and, you know, the girls, like I don't want to be like 55 in some old bag, just like bleh. You know what I'm saying? Like, <coughs> I'm trying to still kick it and run and lift when I'm 55 and be healthy when they're older. Like, I don't want to be an unhealthy-ass dude. So that played a huge role, too. So I got to 200. I deadlifted, like, 475 pounds. I'm like, this is where we need to be. So then, you know, I just set another goal. Like, I want to weigh 186 pounds. And the reason why I said that is because I remember my best time to me that I looked, I weighed 186 pounds. Like I was shredded up and I just kept going to the gym at 4 a.m. I would work out until I would try to leave the gym by 6:20. drive home, shower before anyone woke up in the dark. So I want to wake nobody up. Then I'd, you know, everyone would slowly start to get up out of the bed. <coughs> My bad y'all. And so then I would get everyone ready to go, like Stevie, get ready for school. Then I would go work at the elementary school, you know, and have my day or whatever. But like it got to the point, too, where if I wasn't working out at 4 a.m., like if I was skipping days or trying to work out in the afternoon, I would feel like a piece of shit during the day. Like just groggy, yawning, just like felt way more tired if I slept in till like 630. Like that's two and a half hours more of sleep. You would think it would help, but like. I was so wired to wake up early and like just go that when I didn't, I felt weird. And I'm still like that. Like I have to get up hella early. Like the earlier I get up, the better I feel for the whole day. And I would talk all shit to Jordan like, man, you know, I start my day at 4 a.m. I'm I'm doing so much. She's like, yeah, but you pass out at 9 o'clock, dude. Like how cool is that? Which is true. Like I would lay down with the girls and just be gone, snore fest, like couldn't help it. But that was, you know, it was making me feel better and live better and just be better in general. And so, like, Jordan got on the same kick as me, started working out a ton, and we cleaned up our diet. And, like, she's the master meal prepper in our house, you know what I'm saying? So she would prep all our meals, all our lunches. And so I get, like, the intermittent fasting, what I do is called anabolic fasting. And so, I mean it's awesome and it's like scientifically proven to work if you guys want to look it up like i'm not just telling you this shit just because but so what i do throughout the day like i eat pretty clean like in general 
And everyone, you know, who knows me is going to be like, yeah, but you drink diet soda. you like, shut up. Who cares? I've done research on aspirin or whatever that shit's called, the fake sugar. People are like, oh, you know, that's worse than sugar. No, it's not. Like, I've literally researched it. There is nothing worse than high fructose corn syrup. A, that's not in diet soda. B, real sugar is worse for you than this fake sugar. Like, look it up. Stop saying the same shit you hear someone else say. It is true. And now someone's going to go find an article that says sugar is better for you. But whatever. So when I say, yeah, I eat clean, someone's always like, oh, you drink diet soda? Yeah, I don't drink beer. I don't drink alcohol. I don't smoke cigs. I don't go out. I don't eat Kit Kats every night. I'm not smashing McDonald's. Like I know so many people that do 1,800,000 things that are way worse than me drinking my diet Mountain Dew. But I think people get to the point where they would just want to point out something shitty about you so they don't feel so shitty about them. So that's what people choose to point out about me. Whatever. <coughs> I'll drink Diet Dewski until I'm 100 on my deathbed. And Diet Coke, some things are fire. Got one right next to me. Anyway, so like, particularly, I eat pretty clean. But here's the the trick in what I do. <clears throat> Sorry about that. So, at 9 o'clock p.m., I'm not going to give away all my secrets, but I eat something specific. Like, it is a calculated thing that I do. Jordan does it, too. At 9 p.m. at night, okay? I don't eat anything else until noon the next day. So I'm literally only eating in a nine-hour window of my day, between noon and 9 p.m. <clears throat> so what I do at night, when I eat this particular thing, hold on one second. <coughs> Jesus, it might be the closet that's, like, fucking me up. I don't know. So at 9 p.m., I eat this particular thing. It gives me this giant spike while I'm sleeping, and I crash while I'm sleeping. My body's like burning all this shit while I'm asleep. All my metabolism's working as I sleep. When I wake up, I have a ton of energy. I'm not even hungry. Like, I don't want breakfast. I don't think about breakfast. I love breakfast food. I love cereal. I love bacon and eggs, all that shit. But I'm not eating it till noon. And when at noon, I'm not even eating that. So I wake up. I have a ton of energy. I still feel like great. I'm not hungry. And then come noon, you know, I eat my normal chicken and rice or turkey burger and rice whatever jordan made for that week that's what i'm eating at noon then i usually you know i might snack around and eat something here and there before dinner but like usually i don't eat again until dinner then after dinner i do my same thing at 9 p.m i do i just repeat this process so from what i've read and stuff like science says it's good to have a 12 hour window once you eat 10 to 12 and they said for the maximum results, you want a nine-hour window. So I do the nine-hour window. And a million people will hear this and say, oh, I can't have a day without breakfast. Oh, I have to have a bagel. I have to have a... No, you don't. Like, anyone that I tell this to, and that's their answer, I know they're not trying to really get fit or get in shape. And that's totally fine. That's not... I mean, that's... I'm not talking to those people. 
if you're really like about to act about this action and you really trying to like shred some pounds like try it out because the worst you're going to do is completely shred there was tests done on these rats and they did this fasting thing that i'm doing with a set of rats and then they just let the other ones kind of just smash sugar and uh fat like all day night however much they wanted and the ones who did the fasting gained lean muscle mass and shredded fat just by doing the fasting not even working out that's like a scientific study that was done lean muscle mass they've done studies on like <coughs> people with like type 2 diabetes then they start doing this fasting and kind of cleaning up their diet and it completely eliminates the type 2 diabetes so like i said there'll be people who hear this and be like i have to eat breakfast i can't i'll be lethargic and i no, you won't dude like i go all day long sometimes i go past noon if i'm like really hitting it like you know we started the painting business and that shit is flying so like i'll be painting all day and not even eat till i get home at like four or five you know what i'm saying just because i'm just working busy busy but like i'm not hungry for real i'm not starving and some days you know i am like i need to eat some shit before i lose it that's just everyone but doing this like in the morning when i work out i got hella energy i don't have a ton of food in my belly like i don't feel weird i don't feel sluggish ever and what you'll see too a lot of people they'll eat breakfast like in the morning and usually people gravitate towards like something breaded so like a bagel are they eating toast? Are they eating all these carbs and shit? Like, right when they wake up. And even if you drink a protein shake, that shit has carbs in it, bro. Like, cool. I'm just letting you know. <coughs> they eat all this stuff in the morning. And then they have this huge carb spike. That's when they're like, oh, yeah, I'm ready for my day. I got energy. But then you see people slowly start to fade away throughout the day. Like, wherever you work, you see someone kind of be like yawning after lunch. And you're like, how the fuck are you tired? Well, that's because between breakfast and lunch, they had a carb spike and then boop, went down. Then at lunch, what did they do? Same thing. Pounded all these carbs, 230 hits at your job, and what are they doing? Yawning. They're like, man, I'm tired. Ah, Yeah, because you're coming down off your giant carb spike that you had at noon of all the bagels and bread and everything else that you think you need to eat. So... By doing this, when the time I wake up, all the way up until I eat, there's no crash. Because I'm not ingesting all these carbs as soon as I wake up. I'm not eating anything. I'm just going. So there's no, like, crash from anything. I'm just on this tier of, like, go, go, go. Like, full-blown energy. My metabolism is totally working all day long. I'm burning this all day without doing nothing. I feel like I'm kind of babbling about it, but... It's just changed my life so much that I'm trying to help anyone else who may want to change their life. You know what I'm saying? And people ask me all the time, like, what are you doing different? What are you guys doing? <coughs> I've had people message me on Facebook like, yo, can you tell me what to do, how to do it? I need some help, whatever. And I go out of my way to help those people. You know what I'm saying? Like, no problem at all because I would want someone to help me. So that's why I'm kind of rambling about it because it's kind of changed the way that I live my life completely. And it's helped me like tremendously throughout my day and just like feel better overall. So that's what I do diet wise. But like lifting wise, dude, I'm in there getting after it. Like for real, for real. 
and I have a program in my brain, I'm not like. Let's speaking. It just reminds me. Let's go over these things in the gym that like fucking just blah, make me grind my crooked ass teeth. This makes me think of it. I'm not a walk around with a notebook kind of guy. When I see someone with a notebook, I think, why do you have that? Do you not know what you need to do today? It's weird to me. What's also weird, gallon of water guy, why do you need a gallon of water to walk around this gym, this weight room? It bugs me out. Like, if you do it, cool. I just don't get it. Like, I'll see these dudes walking around with these giant water gallons. I'm like, bro, you're not going to drink all that. And there's a water fountain over there. Like, no way you're going to chug that in this gym. Like, why do you have it? Notebook, gallon of water. I don't understand. Also, what I don't understand, since we're going over shit that I just, yeah. If I catch your ass in the squat rack doing curls, literally, happens more times than you think. It's crazy to me. I'll see some dude over there in the squat rack doing curls. And I'm literally, and it's only, I notice it when they do it, but like, especially on days where it's like, I got a squat today and your ass is over there hitting curls, bro. You got to move, man. You got to go. That's not a curl machine. That's a squat rack. Let's see. What else just irritates the shit out of me? I don't mind people like grunting and yelling and that shit don't bother me. Oh, half reppers? Those, those, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Somebody's over on the bench press and they don't go all the way to their chest. They just eh, 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 do that little fucking dad lift. The little like inch razors no man not a lift also like when i go to the gym like i said i got my headphones on i'm not really talking to nobody there's some people in there i fuck with you know what i'm saying i talk to um but like for the most part there's only like three people that i go in there and talk to but i'm in there getting i'm like sweating so many people and i can't i don't know what it why it is so many people stare at me and Jordan and I went to the gym together the other day. And usually I'll tell her, like, you know, people are staring at me a lot. She's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You think everybody's staring at you. And even she was like, why is everybody staring at you today? And I'm like, and I told her, I was like, do I look look good today? Like, am I killing it? My my beard look good? Like, what's going on? And she's like, no, your ass looks the same. And I'm like, great. But it was so weird. Like, people were, like, literally just staring at me. So sometimes, you know, I'm covered in tattoos. I get it. And sometimes I think they're just trying to read my tattoos or trying to just make out whatever they are. Totally fine. Get your glimpse and go. But, like, and then I think, okay, maybe my physique is changing. And people are just like, damn, that dude's really getting it. I don't know. I try to take the positive route and think, yeah, they're thinking really cool shit. They could totally be like, look at this doucher with a gold gym stringer on thinking he's cool you know what i'm saying like they're probably doing a podcast at their house right now like you know what i hate dudes in these stringer tank tops just like i can't send gallon water guy you know what i'm saying i'm sure the dude is super cool just why do you got a gallon of water oh there's also this like really 
old dude at my gym. He's not really old. He's probably like 60-something. This man goes into this gym, gets on the flat bench, like where the dumbbell benches are, just lays on it flat back, puts his arms out, like spread all the way out, eyes closed, and lays there for like seven minutes. Like doesn't move. And so then I walk by him a few times like, damn, is this dude sleeping? Because he don't even move his arms. They're just like to the side. I'm like, maybe he's just stretching. He's got on jean shorts and a sweater. My man is stretching. But he looks like he's asleep. It's hella weird. I don't get it. But those are just like random things. There's like hella things in the gym that I can't stand. I remember I had a list one time of just like, oh, one more. The To all the dudes in the gym who lift their shirt up in the mirrors... That shit is weird, man. Like, it's even weirder when you do the face, the fake face wipe thing. You know what I'm talking about? Dudes will grab the bottom of the shirt, act like they're wiping sweat, try to look at the mirrors because the lighting in there is hella good to see if they got abs. That shit is mad weird to me. And I got abs. You won't ever catch me up in the gym like fake lifting my shirt up. for That shit is weird, man. That's another one I don't get. Weirdness. And, like, random people always talk to me at the gym. I'm not really sure why. Like, I had to do, like, hey, man, you always do this intense training? And I was like, what? He's like, you're going pretty hard. I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm not doing anything specific. I'm just going. Because, you know, I before I lift, I run two miles. Then I come lift. And I run two miles in, like, a hoodie and T-shirt. Then I take all that shit off, and I'm, I'm going, and I lift. Like, I don't stop. And when I'm lifting, like, I listen to rap 24-7 all day every day but when i'm lifting i need some screamo emo just losing your mind guitars blasting like like i need something going nuts so like jordan hates it like if it's squat day you better believe if i'm squatting i'm listening to slipknot 100 percent. like the live album i want to hear them screaming at me I can't listen to rap like, I got big rocks jumping up my... I'm not trying to hear that when I'm lifting. I'm not trying to be cool. I'm trying to get pissed and, like, lift this shit. So I got, like, all these little, like, punk, pop, pop punk, whatever you want to call them. Bands that, like, nobody's probably ever heard of. But I fucking love them. And I just go. And that shit just, like... Even when I'm running, like, I got to have that high pace, like, screaming ass dude in my ear. That's what I listen to whenever I'm lifting up. Jordan's in there bumping, like, money bag. Yo, I'm like, how do you, like, I love this music, but I can't lift to it. Like, it's too, it's too fly. Like, he's trying to be too cool. Can't do it. But, um, when I'm lifting, regardless of the day, usually it's, like, Monday chest. Tuesday shoulders. Wednesday, I try not to go, even though I want to. Thursday's back, Friday's legs. And I'll go on another random day and do arms and abs, but I do arms and abs like every other day in the midst of those other um, body parts. I'm not a fan of doing two body parts in one day. Like, I'm never the, oh, we're doing chest and back today. Like, Fuck no. Like, I do, like, six lifts from each body part. I'm not trying to be in the gym for too long. I'm usually in the gym for, like, 
even when I get up at four, I'll get there at like four thirty, four forty. Get done running at like five. Like I'm not actually. I lift for like an hour, like actually lifting the weights. Depending on the day, like some days it goes quicker. If I'm like deadlifting and squatting and I gotta unrack all this heavy ass weight, it usually takes longer. But for the most part, I'm in and out. Like I said, I'm not talking. I know the people who are like, yeah, man, I was in the gym for two hours today. I'm like, why the fuck were you in the gym for two hours? Like, how many conversations did you have, man? Like, that's wild. Usually, if somebody's in the gym that long, that means they're walking around talking. They ain't in there doing nothing but lollygagging. And I read, too, or I, I heard, too, like, all this research is done with, like, brain matter. And, like, because, uh, you know, your brain starts to, like, deteriorate as you get older. And it starts when you're 20. And so, like... There was research done that, uh, like, physically working out and pushing yourself, like, has to do with the mental capacity of your mind and your brain growth. Um, But, like, when you work out and it gets, like, really hard and you make yourself uncomfortable, that discomfort in your mind, when you push through and, like, really, really push yourself to do something like that, um, it decreases the odds of that brain matter deteriorating and then um so that goes for like physically pushing yourself over or mentally pushing yourself over like learning new things or reading a ton of shit to like just mentally expand your mind like that decreases the odds of your brain deteriorating as you get older just a side note like i had no clue of this shit till recently and i was like sweet like hopefully i'm hella old and like still sharp because i'm in here busting it um but yeah, like other than that, like I honestly couldn't see myself not going to the gym. Like I need it at this point, especially now because it's helped me so much. But um, like supplements, I don't take any supplement whatsoever. I got a homie who owns Supplement Nation. His name is Josh Conyers. What up, Josh? I only use his pre-workout. It's called Pre-Phase. That shit is knocking. It wakes me up like it's the real deal. That's literally the only thing I use. I don't take any pills. I don't even drink protein. And I mean, it's cool if you drink protein. Like, that's awesome. Whatever. I just don't. I just eat normal shit. I take my pre-workout and I go. I don't. I should probably start taking a vitamin. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm 31, dude. Like. Probably could use some vitamins or something. I don't know. I'm just not into taking pills. Like, don't want to. So I just take my pre-workout. And that's really it. Like, I know a lot of people take BCAAs for recovery or, you know, take multivitamins. Or they take all kinds of shit, which is totally fine. If that's what your gig is, that's sweet. Do that. But me personally, I only take that pre-workout. Um... You can only get it at his store. Like, it's his supplement line that he sells in his supplement store. And he's not even telling me to say this shit, but I love it. That shit works. Like, it's the best pre-workout I've ever had. And it gets me, like, go win. So that's all I use, really. And then, uh, I mean, Jordan even takes it. She loves it. So I'm at the point now, too. Like, if I don't have pre-workout, I'm like, uh, am I going to get through this? But we do okay without it if we don't have it. But we haven't not had pre-workout in like six months. Probably a year, really. Because for a while there, I didn't take anything. But then I was like, let's kind of switch it up. This is getting ridiculous. 
<coughs> so the new goal, I can't even think if I wrote it down or not. I think it was to, for this year, one of my weightlifting goals was to squat 450 and then um, deadlift 500. And I think it was to weigh 185 pounds. Right now I'm 189 pounds. That's why I said, like, I just set up these small little goals and big ones. Like, I have giant ones, you know what I'm saying? But one of my small ones is to get to 185, which right now I'm 189. So probably a solid week and a half of, like, strict dieting and, you know, really hitting it cardio-wise will probably get me down there. I'm going to start this new thing called uh, 400-meter lunges. Like, I've heard they really help, and my ankles have really been, like, killing me lately from running somebody try doing this lunge thing here soon um but i think i can't think if there's any other weightlifting goals that i had like specifically after i get to 185 i'm sure i'll make another one in terms of weight and lifts because 185 squatting 450 is pretty gnarly but since i lost all that badass weight dude like my clothes fit better i wear medium shirts now they feel awesome all of my shorts suck because they're so big, so I had to buy new shorts. But, like, it feels better than 226, like, way better. Like, I feel like I even sleep better. This is not just giant hoss of a human, like, trying to be swole. Because now I look better than I did before. Like, people now think I'm bigger than I was before just because they can see my muscle definition better, which is pretty sweet. But, um, yeah, so 189 to 185, that's not that hard to hit, but... We'll see. But like I said, like, I still snack here and there so I don't go crazy. Like, you'll catch me in the kitchen killing peanut M&M sometimes just because I'm like, I want them. But I think just the key for everyone is to just, it's in moderation. You know what I'm saying? So it's not every night you see me sitting on a couch with a giant bag of peanut M&Ms. You know what I mean? And I still do my eating window. But sometimes I am like, you know what, I'm about to order this Emos and I'm going to smash this shit and not feel bad about it because I had a long period of time where like I would eat something and then I would kill myself for eating it. Like I would just feel like shit. So once I got over that and I started seeing more progress, like I feel more comfortable just eating something that's horrible because I know how hard I'm working every other day. So it's not that big a deal. You know what I mean? And I mean... That's totally normal. Like, if you met somebody who's only eating broccoli and chicken, they're miserable. Like, that shit is not fun. It's cool to, like, have super shredded abs. Like, that's awesome. Like I said, I have abs. It's also cool to smash an all-meat pizza from Emos and toasted wraps, bro. Like, that shit is fire. And to not feel bad for it. Like, the girls all the time, all they fucking want is ice cream and pizza. So sometimes I got to get some ice cream. I can't just not eat some ice cream like Bill and Steve are like, yo, daddy, where's your ice cream? Right here, cookie dough, blizzard. Believe that. About to smash it. So, you know, if you fall off the wagon here and there, that's totally normal, man. I think what, like I said, I didn't have any notes. But I just kind of wanted to go through a run through of shit that I do at the gym or stuff that just helps me. You know what I'm saying? If you guys listen to this whole thing. If you got a question, ask me. I don't care. I'm not like a licensed personal trainer or no shit like that, but I know some shit. So if you got any questions, just hit me up, man. Don't be scared. Don't hesitate. Just ask, and I'll answer them the best that I can. 
I think the next one, I don't know what I'm going to do. I recorded a podcast not too long ago, and it was about my homie Jason Pomerantz. And I recorded like an hour's worth of shit, and then I hit something on my phone, and it all deleted. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do next. I want to do the whole Bronson story. I just feel like it's going to drain me mentally, like to go through it all. I'm not really sure. Maybe it won't. I'm going to do one of those. I'm going to do a Stevie and Andy one after we came home from the NICU because that was like a major ordeal right after just that transition. Um, I'll probably do a tattoo in here soon. One thing I am going to do is at least upload these once a month at the least. I would hope to do two a month. But just with my schedule and just doing a bunch of dad shit, you know what I'm saying? It's just hard to do. Um, Like I said before, you know, we started Harris Painting this summer. And that shit has taken off. So I had to stop working at the elementary school. Most of you guys seen that post or whatever. but So we're hella busy. And that's super awesome that that happened to us that quickly. So thanks to anybody and everybody who supported that and... You know, people who just helped get it going, and when someone called, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, Shane's awesome. He's great. You know, all that shit helps. But I just wanted to thank everybody for that. Um, so the next one, we'll probably find out together what it's going to be about as soon as I do it. So, But I promise you it will not be as long of a gap as this one. But... uh. Thanks for everybody who listens. Uh, Subscribe, rate, share, all that shit. I got my fitness Instagram. Most of, actually like none of my homies follow it. It's all people that don't even know me that follow it. But it's at Jungle Boy, B-O-I underscore lifts on Instagram. Follow that shit. It's got hella pictures. There's some videos on there too. So and I'm trying, like, I had a supplement company hit me up not too long ago trying to get me to, like, push their brand. But they want me to do all this rich shit, so I told them no. But I'm going to keep that page going just because I like sharing fitness with you guys and all my progress that's not on my personal page. You know what I'm saying? So if you really fuck with me, go follow that. Like all my shit. Share this. Uh, and, yeah, I'll talk to you guys next time. Thanks, homies. Peace.